are back on the A Show with the Kings a Pro Wrestling Podcast. I am Justin. Here with Meals. It is the last day of Black History Month, Meals. Or the first day of a new month, if you're listening to this for free. <laughs> oh, yeah. Well, um, Patreon, last day of Black History Month. <laughs> TBH, wrap it up. <laughs> yeah, I'm, I'm not even going to cap to you, bro. I'm not even going to cap to you, bro. I shouldn't be tired. <laughs> Black History Month. Bro, bro, wrap this shit up, man. Like, this has been the only the only good thing about this month is that I got paid quicker. <laughs> like, yeah, other, than, other than that, wrap this thing up. Like, this Black History Month, this month in particular, I think the highlight of the month for the majority of Black people was maybe like Beyonce tickets. <laughs> That's black that history. Probably, that's. I mean, it's yes, it is. I would say so. The fact that Ticketmaster went through all types of hurdles and things and stuff. Like, I would honestly, I would love to see your show, but there's, I don't think there's any chance. In, well, let me take a look now, see if there's any tickets available. Um, because it's like to me, it's like, am I bugging and be like, yo, it's like seeing Michael Jackson live? Maybe, like, yeah. <laughs> a little bugging. Yeah, I mean, to some people, you might not be. I don't know. Okay, I don't know. She's a, you know, she's a, I, I she's watched, a highlight of a generation. I watched the weekend performance thing on HBO Max over the weekend. Okay, because I never there seen one of his. What say what? No, I was like, there are tickets available. Go on. I had never seen him live before. And I was really impressed, and it made some of the some of the songs. I didn't like wait, his last wait, album. Wait, 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 wait! You've never watched any of the Coachella performances or any of that. I watched Coachella. Okay, I watched that, but I was like, eh. Okay. Voice sounds good, but like this is like, but but you gotta understand, like this is like his pop, like this is pop weekend. Like he won't really move it in the Coachella shit. He over here right. like walking up and down the stage, grooving, dancing. I'm like, oh, he's completely, he's totally different now. And no, he's a pop star. I remember. I remember with the weekend. I remember his first Coachella performance, and I'm like, "This man looks afraid." <laughs> yeah. Like, but, but it was good. It was still good. It, he was performing all this stuff off the trilogy uh, mixtapes and stuff like that, which, like, to me, are hit or miss. I hot take to me, way better artist post trilogy than he is pre trilogy. Maybe absolutely. I'm bugging. No, absolutely. Well, here's the thing. He had that strange middle point where i thought Kissland. it took a couple years for people to get that you know what i mean like it it, it landed with a thud when that shit came out <laughs> in 2013 bad marketing it's terrible bad How do you market Kissland? <laughs> i mean to be honest a lot of bad songs too but i mean it's it's a it, you know it's a serviceable project it's just not what people expected i thought beauty behind the madness was was pretty mid too i'm not gonna lie to you like the first half is good and the second it's just like uh it's trash but Starboy was really Mills when it kind of like it. He he realized he had to make a change. Right, absolutely. And well, when, not when, not Starboy, fucking um, Beauty Behind the Madness. Yeah, there you go. Yeah, I, well, yeah, well, after after Beauty Behind, yeah, he was like, I got to make a change into Starboy. You're right, but like th- th- that's why there's very few of those songs from those albums on. <laughs> <laughs> this performance it it's, don't nah it just don't it, you can't do the shelf life of those songs to me 
there's very few and far between. Like you could do a couple of songs, but you can't do everything. Like those long, I was like, he, he sounded like he was doing sound checks in the Grand Canyon on them fucking early joints, man. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> it don't hit the same. And I know weekend fans are probably gonna be like, wow, blasphemous. You know, pop weekend. What's wrong with you? He makes better songs now. It's way better songs. I, and to be fair, I was I was gonna say this earlier. Like, I did not like Don FM. Seeing it live, I was like, oh no! Like, we're well, not live, but you know, seeing it performed, I was like, damn! Like, maybe I judged it too quickly. I mean, I guess I just wasn't in that space to listen to it. Even the after hour stuff, I was like, I was kind of. I came around to after hours on twenty in twenty twenty two, and I listened to that mm-hmm. a lot more. But this one, I'm like, Dawn FM was actually pretty good, too. And I think it might be better than After Hours in some ways. I have not listened to Dawn FM. I've listened to songs from Dawn FM, but not it as a whole project altogether. I think I was done with it. Blind and Lights <laughs> ruined it happened forever. for so long. <laughs> <laughs> it happened for so long blinding lights i was like nah i'm good i don't want to see it anymore and then he had the super bowl halftime performance which like i think people forget that this nigga did the super bowl um which also to me i don't even think he i think he did it after dawn fm and he didn't do any dawn fm on it um yeah it was so weird but yeah you know i'm gonna check it out because i love a good live performance this weekend i was uh i was watching fuck was i watching i was watching oh and i did it earlier today too what i was saying last weekend i did it early today paramore live performance i'm a big fan of watching i gotta on youtube i gotta watch the paramore stuff too that album has is becoming earworm in my head like it, it's all i i love it it's a great album their their last performance their last performance their last album after laughter for me is one of my favorite albums of all time to be honest with you i can listen to that album straight through all the way time after time and i just remember that era i like this era too but like that era is great and i just love their like they got a good they came out mid-2000s at the end it's like at the end of like when like rock was kind of like relevant at any point. Yeah. But they also leaned into like, you know, it was a little pop bag, a little pop alternative bag. You get the hives and everyone who defined their, you know, personality type by what album or rock band they listen to and shit. All American <laughs> rejects. Uh, you know. I listen to shit. Uh, so they came out during the end of that and they've maintained like they've done a good ass job maintaining man like it was not i'm and i just you know i love Haley williams voice i've always loved their voice i love their songs i love their creative process they'll have a they'll get in their bag a zane low interview will always get them in their bag because yeah, she, was talking her shit. she was talking her <laughs> shit on that shit i was listening to that last week and i was like damn <laughs> Y'all just just said we're not gonna break up, but we're not gonna be together. And I was just bro, like, okay. I want to do a Zane, I want to do a Zane Low style interview, bro. I want to sit down with my legs folded, talking to whatever, talking about the Miz about <laughs> this fried chicken thing that's exploded on the internet today. <laughs> what fried chicken thing? So, all right, so maybe you missed it, but um, 
Public Enemies retweeted something from the Miz documentary about, you know, the fried chicken incident. He was eating fried chicken over some wrestler's bag and they kicked him out of yeah. the locker room for six months. You know, his villain origin story, essentially. Okay. Um, and essentially, it's aged poorly <laughs> in <laughs> retrospect now um, for a multitude of reasons. Um, one, because he- the guy who kicked him out of the locker room is, an, <laughs> is a murderer. Um <laughs> And then two, yeah, a level of hazing. So actually today, Chavo Guerrero um, went on Twitter and defended it and said, I got to find what he exactly said. because he was I, I didn't see this part. I, did, I didn't know it came from that. So, yeah, yeah, yeah. So he, he said something along those lines. He's like, he defended it and everyone agreed to it at the time. I was like, bro, you a whole old ass man now. And this is 15 years later. You don't have to agree to it now. Also, the dude is not alive anymore. Um, but he, he also said his reason. he said Benoit had his reasons. I say, yeah, all right, boot him. <laughs> <laughs> That's exactly. I was like, what? What are you talking about, bro? Like, to be honest with you, I don't think the time is the time, and we can't necessarily like. Gosh, what is this nigga's fucking Twitter name? Mexican warrior. Oh, whatever. Um, Chavo Guerrero. Let's see if that pops up on Twitter. Um, it's okay to like not agree with stuff that you did in the past. And, you know, I don't think it was necessarily bad, but because I guess that was the locker room things. I'm not going to say it's not necessarily yeah, they can't, bad. He can't, take it, but he can't take it back, basically. Like, we can't, can't take, take it, it back. back. But like, you can, exactly. You can address the fact that you shouldn't have did that. And I think in where you're at right now and where Miz is right now, you should absolutely be like, yo, we did that shit and it was it was it was crazy and it was fucked up. But you know what? You fucking made it and you and, and you made it through that shit. You know what I mean? You did absolutely. it with and, and people people I think a large part of it is cause and this is my, you know, there's a little bit of stand popping out, but I feel like it's all a little truth. People legitimately hated Miz because of where he came from. And that's the reason why he had to change outside of a locker room for six months. You a grown ass professional in the wrestling business, and you got to do this for six months. Did Taker, did Taker ever give him uh, love after? I don't know, but he worked with Taker before. I think Taker doesn't. I think Taker fucks with Miz. At this point, everyone fucks with Miz. So um, he says, "I think you're confusing what hazing is. This is not hazing. We put our lives in each other's hands in that ring, and if a wrestler cannot take care of one of the wrestler's stuff." then he should not be allowed to take care of his body and life. I was like, you know how crazy you sound saying that? Yeah. <laughs> the hell is wrong what with you? Yeah. Like, you, you, all you have to do is like, yo, that's messed up. Like, don't do that shit again. You could probably reprimand him if that's your locker room code or whatever the jazz is. Um, but to equate that you're not capable of taking care of someone's life if you, you chicken crumbs on someone's bag, to me, is like, all right, bro, y'all taking this wrestling shit a little too seriously. <laughs> and they did. They did at that point. That's why I'm like, you can at least address that you did that. You know what I mean? Yeah. You can address that you did it. You can address that at the time. It was, you know, at that time, it was it was the norm. It was probably, you know, what a lot of people expected. But now it's like, he's killing it. I'm killing it. That was wrong. And I should have had, you know what I'm saying? We, we shouldn't do that. And I hope that y'all don't do that today. And I don't think that right. they, I don't think that they, well... You know what? <laughs> I, you I know what I'm saying? I have, in fact, heard of some things where that may still be going down. But hey, man, listen, <laughs> listen, okay. Um, but 
But yeah, it's okay to like look back at what you did and be like, no, nah, I was kind of messed up. I'm glad, yeah, like you said, I'm glad that we're all killing it right now. Miz is an awesome wrestler, but don't like double down on the fact like we did it and we were in the right to do it and we did it as a family, bro. That ain't family. He's dead. Yeah, nigga's yeah, dead. Yeah, and he's he a murderer. And <laughs> you don't gotta do that. Well, you know, Chavo might. Chavo, hey, A plus said the funniest thing today in the chat. He said, he said Benoit worked his ass to the moment he died. <laughs> <laughs> he believed it. Nigga <laughs> <laughs> said, come check on my dogs, bro. <laughs> he fucking did it. So maybe we're not oh. dealing with somebody that's all the way there. <laughs> <sighs> Oh man! Anyway. Um, I want to talk about something that's coming up this weekend on Patreon. So we're gonna talk about okay. AW. We're gonna talk about three, AW. Three? Oh, never mind. <laughs> wait, wait, what? Oh, what? I was like, oh, Creed, Creed three. three. Well, Raw would not let us forget that Creed three was coming up. But no, that's like not. what Edge. I was like Edge. <laughs> All right. <laughs> oh my god, we're gonna talk about AW Revolution on Patreon. So we'll be right back uh, with No Holds Barred. All right, we back. No holds barred. Still with us on the A show here. I, I brought him up a bit at the end of Patreon, but I want to bring this up again. The CM Punk thing. Sure. There's been a lot of smoke signals. And I feel like a lot of people in AEW are kind of not showing their ass, but showing their allegiance as far as like what, what you know the CM Punk thing meant to them and kind of like where they stand on it. Mark Henry had a comment on his show about CM Punk. He says, you know, uh, he feels as though Punk still loves wrestling. He said that, uh, you know, he liked that FTR supported Punk. And he said that, you know, it's cool to say that that, that FTR, FTR are some dick riders. Let's just be clear. Uh, I think they would have. Ride it like a rodeo. Yeah. Ride, ride that shit. Uh, but yeah, he, CM Punk seems to think that Cody still loves wrestling. Not Cody. Sorry. CM Punk still loves wrestling. Obviously, Cody still loves wrestling. Uh, but he thinks that he'll be back and he needs to come back and, and you know, um, he doesn't believe that CM Punk is a cancer. Uh, but then I believe it was Jungle Boy liked a tweet that said someone said Punk assaulted people. That is not right. Or some shit like that. And <laughs> oh, Jungle Boy. Who are you? <laughs> <laughs> what are you what are you feeling about like the, the sense that there's like really still kind of like a divide in the locker room whether CM Punk should come back or not? And you kind of see there's still like a Bucks camp and there's still a TK camp, and there's firmly people on both sides that feel as though he either should come back or shouldn't come back. I feel like they should move on because realistically it's none of their decisions, whether they like him or not. <laughs> um, if he comes back. I feel like if Tony Khan decides to ask for people's opinions on whether they believe that the locker room can be a safe place once again, or at least thrive with CM Punk back in the fold or could coexist, then you do. But realistically, other than that, I feel like all of this is just a moot point. People are just talking to have themselves heard. Um, I heard Kenny Omega also did an interview where he brought up Punk. Um, well, he didn't bring up Punk. He did oral sessions, I think, with Renee, and as 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 you do in AEW. Um he, he did oral sessions and he talked about the thing, but he says he couldn't really talk about it because of, I guess, legal stuff, um, which I still need clarity on that, um, which we will <laughs> never get. <laughs> um, but he says it's an unfortunate situation and it does sound like he, he's willing to at least move on from it. Um, I bet he is. But 
I really feel like at this point, people are just all going to be heard. I feel like realistically, Punk coming back. Um, do I think AEW needs Punk? Yeah. Do I think Punk will come back? As time goes on, I think it's more likely. I think as time goes on um, and things get changed and if attitudes change and if people are willing to compromise, I think he can definitely come back. But if people aren't willing to compromise and nor is he, then yeah, probably not. Um, but yeah. Do they, I, do they, like, they need him, but they need him to just buoy and stop the bleeding. I don't think that he's the, he's the solvent for what's going on there. I, think I feel like they have no other solves, though. Like, what's their main solve? Like, we talked about it last week of things that AEW could do. But realistically, their big solve is to carry themselves as an actual business <laughs> instead of this, like, <laughs> e wrestling promotion that just has national television. Right. Yeah, I, I don't know. Um, I'm back and forth on it. I, I I don't see a lot of people being happy about that. And I think it's it's a tough decision that, that he has to face that other wrestling promoters have faced where they have to make a decision that will make a lot of people mad. And, you know, where will they, where will those people go? Will those people want to leave? I don't know. But there's not many places to go. You know what I'm saying? So, that, I mean, there might not be a choice. So, um. The Wan Awards came out. The Wrestling Observer Newsletter Awards came out this this oh, week. <laughs> a lot of people having reactions to the some of those, and don't know Dave, why. Meltzer, Dave helped Dave Meltzer himself being quite confused at what his fan base <laughs> or what his readers voted. <laughs> Did you see that? This man is a, he's out of touch. <laughs> they they the I guess the biggest point of contention. Well, there are a couple. Um, one of them being like Dynamite winning show of the year. Uh, and the biggest one being uh, basically Tony Khan winning Booker of the year and best promoter of the year. This is a fit. This is a reader voted poll to be clear. But even when Meltzer is even coming out and saying, all right, guys, <laughs> like there's no way that in the last six months of 2023, did, did Tony Khan have a hold on Booker of the year? at all and you know basically saying that even like the, the bloodline stuff even though it was hot and it, even though it's kind of hot in 2023 it was kind of built and hotter in 2022 and that was all Heyman, roman and levesque even bray wyatt coming back whether you love him or hate him that was still levesque overseeing it there was a lot of big things that got the money and got them attention and way bigger attention than aew got in 2022 right. and you guys are still saying that tony khan is the booker of the year how can you guys say that Uh, even Eric Bischoff said uh, to suggest that Tony Khan was Booker of the Year, Promoter of the Year, when his company damn near imploded last year as a result of his piss poor decisions, immature decisions, and nonsensical decisions is a joke. Be barring him up, bro. Like, look <laughs> consistent. Be barring him up. Listen, I don't take any of this Juan Award shit seriously. I looked at the results and I actually went out my way to not comment on them because they're ridiculous. And <laughs> I feel like they mer they warrant no merit given the results of these things, which is clearly skewed to AEW. And why? 
because their fan base hates WWE. You know who also hates WWE? CM Punk. They should bring CM Punk back. (laughs) (laughs) But also, right, it shows more than ever that these fans live in such a discreet bubble that they cannot understand that, like, things being popular outside of your of your bubble is is actually kind of bigger than the the indie wrestling stuff that you guys kind of go into all the time and i I just think that it's it's really very eye-opening especially this year that people still refuse to just say that this that one company was hot it was clearly by Mm -hmm. triple numbers the hotter company this year so i don't get it i don't know i don't know i'm over it uh, more news coming down the pipe here. WWE reportedly sets dates for Backlash, King, and Queen of the Ring pay-per-views. Uh, so King of the Ring and Queen of the Ring are returning. Um, they're saying that May uh, May 6th for Backlash and May 27th for King and Queen of the Ring, which will both be premium live events. I'm with it. And I'm glad I'm- it's not WrestleMania Backlash anymore. It's regular old... <laughs> backlash how to keep that branding how to keep that branding um king of the rings back queen of the rings back what what do you think do you think that the people who kind of and this is my thinking here whoever doesn't get on the card at mania i think are pretty much a shoe-in for king or queen of the ring to me i i feel like as long as they have some stakes that we're working towards and we're just not building another king gimmick i think that we can really build something Literally that one year they did it where the winner gets the shot at SummerSlam. I think that's what makes it cool. Um, And they ended up being Brock and, you know, kind of how the history goes. Um, I would love if the winner maybe got a shot at Money in the Bank over in London. You Mm. know, since they're all they're all king and queenly over there. All right. Mm. All right, police. Um, Or fire trucks. Tony Khan coming up. Tony Khan. Um, I would love if they get a shot at like maybe Money in the Bank or something along those lines. Like this is how we get a Gunther into a world title match situation or something. Oh, that'd be cool. You see that That meals booking right there. That would be that'd be cool because you you have to put Gunther in the mix at some point. Cody and Gunther at Money in the Bank would be fantastic. I think mm. that would be an amazing match to have. And then to have Gunther win King of the Ring would just be wow. And then if we're if we're thinking that he'll lose the title at WrestleMania, then it, may, it makes even more sense to kind of get him. He, he deserves to be at that top level. You know what I mean? At this point. And, and I think that's how you get him in. That's actually a good booking. What about the women? I, uh, my booking only ranges. No, um, Wow. Okay, Tony Khan. <laughs> <laughs> nice. Um, no. Uh, let's see. Queen of the Ring. Who would I book for Queen of the Ring? Um, it would be someone who desperately needs some sort of up bump in this situation. If I'm looking at the post-mania situation, if we are going by these winner gets a shot at Money in the Bank rules, um, and... We have um, two women's champions. To be honest with you, I'm going to keep it a buckaroonie. I expect, well, I don't know. Maybe Rhea Ripley will win. 
Um, but mm-hmm. part of me also maybe Rhea Ripley will win at WrestleMania. Oh, oh I was um, about to say, wait. But also a large part of me is like, but it's Charlotte. <laughs> um, which we'll talk about later. Uh, I definitely got to talk about that. Um, I feel like it should be. I'm thinking Raquel. I'm thinking Piper. I'm leaning towards Raquel because it seems like they really want to do something with her and they need something to really like pop out and talk about with her. Um, yeah. If Bianca so wins Queen of the Ring, I'm a laugh. If Bianca wins Queen of the Ring, I'm, I'm a laugh. That'd be lit. You'd be mad at that. <laughs> Not I. I will laugh. Uh, I, I Piper Nevin, to me. Piper versus Bianca at Money in the Bank. Queen Piper. Hey. It's either that or something. <laughs> yeah, well, I mean, we need to look at the women's roster and kind of see where it is. Um, Or Queen Bailey, you know? Oh. No. That'd be cool too. All right. All right. Um, uh, last piece of news here: Jeff Hardy. DUI cases. DUI cases closed. License is suspended for ten years. He'll serve no jail time for his third DUI offense. Ain't it great to be white, bro? How you get ain't credit? <laughs> How you get credit? <laughs> you get a thirty-eight day credit for a thirty-eight day sentence. It's like, oh, we put you in jail before, nigga. Do you we gonna Nah, we don't. We got time served for free. Got time served. Thirty years probation. Two years probation. Four thousand dollars in fines and court fees. Two years with an interlock device and ninety day vehicle impoundment. Court mandated DUI school or drug rehab program and community service. It's great. It's great to be white, bro. I know he got the best attorney for this shit. <laughs> he blew a point two nine four. The legal bro. limit is point zero eight, and this ain't even like his first time. <laughs> like he has a history of this kind of thing. Um, that boy was flying. <laughs> listen, we all wish Jeff Hardy gets better. Yes. But this is nuts when you look at it from outside lens. It could never be me. I'm just letting you know. It would never be me. My ass would be in jail now doing podcasts with a guy named Bill. <laughs> Judge would have been barring my ass up. This what you want to do with your life? This is what this I'm going to do to you. Do. Yeah, like exactly. what? You get real Fuck smart that. with it. And one with the gavel. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? <laughs> Throw from one hand to the other, clown. Like this, is how I do niggas like you. <laughs> we don't be missing. Oh my god! My god, damn, bro, fuck. Anyway, listen though, people love streets. Everyone loves Jeff Hardy. Everyone loves Jeff Hardy. Apparently, they said, but um, this is the man who gave us TLC too, bro. He gave us TLC too. What can we do? What can we do? Yeah. We can't put him in jail for ten years, bro. We gotta, we gotta figure out something else. Can't keep that off the streets. Come on, it's Jeff Hardy. It's too pure. It's too. <laughs> we go re-rock it. Um, I got some quick news. Okay. Before we transition to the show, quick news. Matt Riddle update. 
<laughs> I did not expect I, to bring up that riddle. <laughs> out of rehab, but not on TV. Maybe it's for the best. It's too late. It's too late to me. I th- I feel. It's too no, late. I keep thinking like he gonna show up in high knee solicico oh, and hit the orbital bone. That's what I keep thinking. But but again, um, the other the other issue is that like, how do you even present him? Like, does he get the same push? Does he get punished? Like, you got to have something really good for him coming in because he can't do the silly shit no more. Really, to me, you can't really do a lot of the silly shit that he was doing no more. Mm-hmm. Um, you got to You got to re. You got to revamp him. I would honestly feel like you do video packages or something about either his rehab coming back, like from the injury, the kayfabe injury, not the the real injury, and um. You do both, a little bit of both. <laughs> Tripping. Uh, but Has, I, hashtag demons, you know what I'm saying? <laughs> demons. Sex, sex demons. <laughs> All types of demons, baby. But like, I, I just feel like, you know, I, this is the perfect opportunity for a repackage for Matt Riddle, I think. No, I agree. I agree. I agree. If Randy's not coming back anytime soon, then you pop it up Randy. that way. We miss Randy. Randy. We we miss Randy, and I feel like for a while they were, I feel like they were probably banking on Randy being there and they them doing Riddle and, and Orton. Hey but man. Since, Cody versus Orton, SummerSlam. I feel it. I feel roof, it in my bones. The roof is off the place. All right, the roof is off that motherfucker. Okay, Detroit gonna. <laughs> Detroit's gonna. You know, it's gonna have a good time with that. Detroit Raw. Hey, Buffs is gonna be on. <laughs> <laughs> Another quick hit news. Ring of Honor is back and running. I saw the taping schedule stuff and I took it off the off, off my docket. But yeah, you can okay. go ahead. No, 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 no. I wasn't gonna say anything. I was gonna like I was gonna say in one sentence summarize the taping. <laughs> summarize it? Summarize it. One sentence. That's all you need. Ghetto. <laughs> uh will they cover it on uh on the war report, we'll find out soon. Quan said, um, said he'd watch it. Quan said, word. Mm-hmm. All right. Quan said he'd watch it. So the the honor report. I see you. Okay. Um. Next one coming up. Chris Jericho says he has no interest in returning to the WWE. Yep. He says. He says, "Why would I? I like how they do things over here in AEW. I don't care who's out of the the, the top spot." It could be Vince. It could be Triple H. I don't care. I like where I'm at now. You know why he likes where where he's at? And I've said this before on the show. Chris Jericho has never been the second guy. Never been the third guy. (laughs) Never been the fourth guy. Maybe a fifth guy. The moment, the moment he was the number one guy in WWF, Triple H came back. <laughs> he was never the number one guy, even when he was world champion well, five actually, times. Actually, 2008, when Cena was actually not hurt. That, and they say, okay, we need the belt. <laughs> that was when he was like the number one guy. Because that HBK feud was taking up a lot of TV time. Yeah. And then literally a month later, it was like, all right, Cena needs it back. <laughs> Just all right, just just give it back to Cena. You weren't even supposed to have it anyway, you know. Um, so I could see that's why he's not returning. He's the top guy. He's the head honcho there. He's Undertaker in uh in AEW. 
in WWE. This leather pants wearing, bustier wearing. <laughs> Get this nigga out of here. Um, we got the Miz to look up to, and Seth Rollins, and all types of cool cats. You know, um, final bit because we didn't talk about it last week. Completely whiffed it. Monet watch. Oh well, I'll like I'll Monet? go on. Mute. I'll go on mute. Go ahead. Oh man! All right, Sasha Banks wins the New Japan <laughs> Wrestling Women's Championship from Kyrie, like ten days ago. We completely miffed it, <laughs> whiffed it, listed it. I have not watched the match yet. I didn't watch it in um, the moment, but I did watch it. But I, it, I honestly, not gonna lie, completely forgot it. The thing about New Japan is that it's it, unless it's like some type of like generational match. I usually forget about it the day after it happens. She's been on Bar Watch. She signed to a brand new uh, representation deal. Are things looking up for Monet? UTA is a big look <clears throat> for her. UTA is big. I think they could get her roughly a lot of what she wants, um, I, or or what she probably would desire being an being an actress. I think that it's a it's a great. Um, like, a, like a guest star on a TV show or like roles in a, a roles, you know? I don't know about roles. You know what I'm saying? It just depends. I mean, is there a is there a huge want for pro wrestling stars? You know, it just depends on what, what casting directors want. Is she good? I mean, like I know a lot of people can say, yeah, she's good, but you know, is she? You know what I'm saying? Like I'm not I'm not putting that into question for for you know anyone else, but it just depends on 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 what casting directors look for. Like an agency can only get you in the door. You know what I mean? The rest right. of that shit you gotta do on your own. You know, so the, according to the Variety article, in January 2023, she appeared in New New Japan Pro Wrestling's Wrestle Kingdom 17, which helped generate the company 900,000 new users, the most in New Japan Pro Wrestling world history, and sell over 25,000 tickets. Which that's marks the highest ticket sales for a non WWE live event in the last three years. That's like when I lie on like a, a monthly retro. Like, yeah, we, <laughs> we, do, we do numbers, baby. All because of her. No one else. <laughs> Nobody else is on that show. Just us. In 2019, she made her acting debut in season two of the Disney Plus hit The Mandalorian, where she played Casca Reeves. She's also made several appearances in a number of unscripted shows, including Nick Cannon Presents Wildin' Out. Hot that ones. was like ten years ago. <laughs> like Barmageddon and cold as balls. <laughs> all, all right. I'm pretty yeah. sure all WWE all put this together as well. Um, Do we count those? I guess so. I mean, you would have to. Okay. Yeah. I mean, I don't know. She didn't. I don't know. Whatever. Ronaldo is an SP award winner. And widely regarded as an athlete, his contributions help revolutionize wrestling at a high level. Don't say with who. <laughs> Don't say who she won that she made, In 2021, she made history as the first African-American female to headline WrestleMania. They might have copy and pasted and replaced some of the text in this too. It might have said uh, Belair at the beginning and they put <laughs> Renato. Yeah. She, who she made it that way? Oh. All right. Um... You know, and the rest is her WWE stuff. She'll be rep by her advocate, Kevin Ungardo. So, you know what? 
Shout out to Monet. Uh, yeah. she's you're doing my dog. You hear my dog snoring? No, I don't hear your dog snoring. Oh, okay, good. You want to talk about SmackDown? Let's talk about SmackDown. I thought it was a fun what show. I thought, I feel like coming out of it, I thought it was very um, middle of the road. I think actually both shows I thought were middle of the road this week. TBH. I don't think Raw was middle of the road. I think Raw has like two booking decisions that are just like, you can't make me care about this. You just can't. And I'm hoping that they can change this. But and I guess the some of that started on SmackDown this week, but you just I just can't care. Actually, there's just two matches on this that are just automatic, like why? But I think everything else is pretty cool. Um show started off with a tag team match. Mad Cat Moss, Ricochet, Braun versus Imperium. I don't know how you feel about Braun, but I I mean he gets the he gets computers putin, bro. Like they fucking with him. He good. He's straight. You know what? Good in my book. I, I like the post match shit too. Post match stuff was good. You see Drew come out. You see Drew about to take his jacket off to uh, confront Gunther. So it looks like the rumors for that seem to be coming true there. Uh, Viking Raiders come out. We ain't over yet, nigga. And then they all fight. <laughs> a, a bunch of Donny Brook happens. So, so do you believe that Sheamus is probably like, hold on now, nigga? <laughs> you can't get this. Thing. Think- you can't get him. I got him. I think we're going to have a triple threat match for the Anaconda Championship at WrestleMania. And it's, it's going to include be. Sheamus. It's going to be good. Um, What else happened on this damn show? Oh, the big fucking face-off. It was advertised that Charlotte Flair and Rhea Ripley would face off on SmackDown. And I said, you know what? I got to wait and see this. I got to see how it feels. I got to see how it goes. I got to see how it moves. Let me touch the texture and see if it's, it's if it if it feels good. Boy, what the fuck was this? Don't get me wrong. It was good. Dominic, Dominic did his thing. Yeah, it was good. But there was no... <laughs> it did not do anything to advance Rhea Ripley and Charlotte Flair for me. Outside of Charlotte being like, and my man is Mexican, and he's a real, (laughs) he's a real Mexican nigga, (laughs) and you fake, something like that. I don't know. Um, I didn't. The fact that thirty seconds of it actually amounted to Rhea Ripley versus Charlotte Flair to me felt like we could have done a little bit more. I I think that they're trying to hold off on that for as long as possible there is still six weeks i i guess they don't want to get physical yet um there to me was a was a good way that they could have weaved in the ray dom charlotte stuff and to be fair and to be completely honest i really think that what they did with dom and ray over these past couple months has just completely worked for me to to, finally, to finally get to this moment on smackdown i think there was a bit too much dom but I, you can't deny the guy's fucking. He gets booed. Yeah, no. Oh, he get. <laughs> He's getting booed. But Ray is supposed to be getting these booze. She the I, one who's supposed to be getting the booze. But I guess it's to 
I'm I'm thinking Mills. They're trying to offset the eventual cheers that she's probably going to get as long as possible. You need to have Dom out there with her because that's the only way she's going to get booed, Mills. But that's you, the only way. But you know what Charlotte going to say? Charlotte going to say, "I don't know if she's ready, Trips." <laughs> All right, she does. I don't. I don't know if this is working out, Trips. Yeah, hate her like that. <laughs> I don't know if this is working out. That's what I think Charlotte's going to say. She's like, I don't know. Doesn't seem to be. You guys have a lot of faith in her, and I get it. (laughs) I don't know, Trips. I don't know. I think that's what Charlotte's going to say. She needs to really, like, the Judgment Day is a great um, vehicle, but she really needs to, like, step out on her own for this situation. She's in a WrestleMania main event. She needs to be and we still got mad mad weeks ago. So Jeez. I think they def they definitely need like a closing SmackDown segment. We might have to give up a bloodline thing for a week or two. She ain't gonna um, she's not gonna be there without Dom. Because Dom is kinda like I won't I won't say her heater, but it's definitely her um the person that gets her like more heat. I guess it is I guess he is her heater. But um, <laughs> <laughs> I, I I again I I, I get the I get what you're saying. Absolutely. I, I feel you because I thought it was weird too. But then when I watched it, I was like, to- I was like, oh, that's the only way that they're going to get her booed is if they have Dom out there doing a lot of that lifting. And when she finally does something, because the thing is right now, me was like, if she beats up Charlotte, she's going to get cheered, yo. And it's like, I don't know if they want to try and fight that reaction or they, they're going to try and kind of play into it. But like we said the other week, if, if Rhea beats up Ric Flair in the next couple of weeks, I think all is forgiven and you can go ahead and do that. You need to make it personal, I think. Can Rick can Rick get beat up right now, though? <laughs> is the question. Yeah, why not? Take a flat back or bump. It could be. I don't know. You you could always you could always um, infer that he's been beating up. You don't yeah, really got to do it on camera. Yeah, look good with Batista. Have the have Judgment Day beat his ass. Um. Yeah. There was a 12 minute two commercial break Kofi Kingston LA night match on Friday that hey, was just you ask where LA night was and you got <laughs> Here's my thing. I don't think any of it was necessarily bad, but I don't think any of it necessarily was needed in terms of how long this fucking match was. You could have given more to Charlotte and Rhea and taken away from this match in my opinion because it just seems superfluous to me to have Kofi working that long. Yeah, I don't know what he's even doing, to be honest with you. And I then think he they won. just wanted LA Knight on the show. Yeah, and then he won. He fucking won. Send like, the kids home happy. I was like, what the fuck is going on with you guys? You just lost the match and disappeared for two weeks, and then you, you beat him again. Hey, man. H did it. That's about to be my new thing. Is H did it? <laughs> or H did it? H did or H did it? H did it right there. Oh my god. No, that was definitely a two segment match. Um had to get squashed. Which 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 prompts Rhonda to bring up the time of the match on Twitter. (laughs) It might be time for Rhonda to put the put the uh put the sticks down and and go somewhere for a minute. She really did. She went away for like four weeks. I don't know. They should just have a match at WrestleMania. Hell is you complaining about? Can you can we talk about this? Let's talk about this Bray Wyatt segment, and just the Bray Wyatt thing in general, because I don't want to talk about it again on Raw. <laughs> we can we can knock it all on one. Where do we Bray start? Here. Where do we start, Mills? 
You can start with the nigga watching his own shit in like Cartier glasses, like, <laughs> check this out. <laughs> watching his own shit. You could tell he got a, a bag because he was wearing Supreme the other week. He's wearing Cartier's this week. I'm like, you a, you a hillbilly. You like Bubba Sparks. <laughs> <laughs> oh, shit. Okay. This did, is... During the segment, did it seem to me that he was like kind of fourth wall like what the fuck yes 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 <laughs> like this like is, this is clearly he didn't get what he wanted and now he's just like well this is what y'all gonna get you know what i'm saying like he's, exactly. he looks he at the camera and says what? <laughs> <laughs> watching his own segment from last week as he's being completely serious in that segment and he was watching it like a nigga watching it like he ashton kutcher bro <laughs> I feel like there's some real. Do you feel like there's some like real smoke between Brock and Bray because they they let's let's just be clear. It's never explained why Brock did what he did in Elimination Chamber. They've moved on from that. It's over. Yeah, he don't fuck with that magic shit. <laughs> he does not like that nigga at all. He what don't. Is- he don't like. He don't like that type of wizardry. You don't like <laughs> to do that. Don't. That's not his. I mean, I need to check if he Jehovah Witness or something because he does not fuck with that. <laughs> at all yeah yeah <laughs> um, like, nah. listen man it's clear that brock pulled the pulled the creative control card all right is is i'm I, I, here's my thing i don't agree with it i don't think it's cool i don't think it's okay i think that if you were going to do this just have brock lose clean it's not going to hurt brock to lose clean Mm-hmm. You don't. He don't even have to tap out to the hurt lock. He could just pass out. That would have been fine with me. Now you leave the door open that these motherfuckers got to do it again. Hey Amen. Being brave versus Bobby, I ain't never in any of my lives wanted to see requested, that. <laughs> requested a Bray Wyatt versus Bobby Lashley match. I don't want it. That's the that's, that's match number one. I don't want. We're gonna get to the other one. I and listen. I was like, ah, Oscar Bianca. But you know what? It'll be good. Because Bianca's much better than she was last time they went at it. Amen. You know what I mean? There's some there's some news reports out there in terms of this thing of like Brock didn't like the the direction. He's really only worked with Vince before. He really only likes the Vince shit that he does. I feel like Bobby might be a Vince guy too. If you don't keep it a buck. Oh, I, oh, I don't he feel like he wants this. Like, yeah, absolutely. Like for the, yeah, for the past past few months, he's just been floating around doing nothing, and now he's slotted in this thing at WrestleMania. I think Brock versus Gunther. It's probably too soon for that match, to be honest with you. So I kind of agree with it. In terms of like threatening Gunther's streak, um, and if Gunther wins this, he might as well get a world championship shot. It's it's fucking over, over for that Intercontinental Championship shit. Um. But the Bray Wyatt thing, man. Nah, bro. Nah. I'm looking at the screen cap right. on YouTube right now. Nigga look like Ashton Kutcher. Bray <laughs> needs something to do. And again, you got to justify what they paid him to come back. And I just don't think there's too many places for Bray to go. For all intents and purposes, as much as we might not like the shit, he is one of the biggest stars on that roster. And if he has nothing to do for WrestleMania, that is a problem. He needs something to do. Now I've had this conversation in our discord, but the Bobby Lashley thing, 
You said that he's floating around doing nothing, Mills. We was watching those 2020 shows. We was watching those 2021 shows. He was doing nothing then, too. He was beating the fuck out of Apollo Crews every week. And everyone who would fucking come across him. He was, he, he was the mid-card squasher in 2020-2021. I think the issue with Bobby is that you can give him a belt. You can give him any fucking thing you want. You give him the biggest match on the show. I just don't think that people get behind it as much as they get behind other stuff. That's just how I feel about the shit. I don't Maybe think he needs to go back to be a mid carder again. Maybe that's his. Maybe you got to float in the mid card. I feel like AJ Styles always been a world championship contender, but he's always been his career has benefited in being like malleable of being like a, a you can be a tech or versatile in terms of yeah. being a a tag team. He could be mid card. He could do a lot of different things. Like the fact that Bobby. If he does go to mid-card, he got to beat everybody in the mid-card to me. It's, like, weird. It's not okay. It's not okay. Like, he was beating, like, Riddle when he was, like, Riddle was, like, well, there were no crowds. But, like, where they were pushing him, you know, considerably better than most of the mid-card. And Bobby would just squash him every time. Because it was, remember, I said this. I said, Bobby's good enough. He's always good enough to beat these lower guys. But he's never good enough to beat, like, the Romans and the Brocks of the world. And then he finally did it. I don't think it like moved the needle any way, shape, or form. What what d- does he deserve to be booked better? He could, but am I gonna cry about it? Not really. I, but I don't want to see this match between him and Bray. He's the only big guy that they have that could potentially lose this match against Bray and be okay. And now Bray seemingly I don't know if he's a heel again. I don't know. Bobby's a face again. I don't know what the fuck they're doing. <laughs> Bray has seemingly regressed to the fun funhouse stuff. They've stopped giving us any type of clue. Not that I would have been reading into it or like looking at it, but they've completely stopped trying to make us make sense of any of this shit. Yeah, easily. And maybe because um, they don't have time. I don't know. But I need something to make sense on this shit because it don't make sense right now. And, and now what we have... Well, like, well, Bobby hasn't accepted the match yet. People keep thinking there's going to be a swerve. Guys, there ain't no swerve. It's over with. It's over with. Le- Lesnar versus Omos, too. Yeah, we're gonna talk about that. Well, shit, Brock got his Vince match. There you go. You can't do you can't do Roman again. I'm sorry. Stay away. We don't want to see that shit no more. I did right. Their their finale was the greatest finale of of all all blow offs. <laughs> Last August, it's over <laughs> or July. If they could have got Batista, I know Batista don't really want to work no more. But if they could have got Batista. Batista's so skinny now, bro. It don't even look right. He's not skinny like, you know, malnourished, but he he on a Hollywood diet. Yeah. And he like 58. So Yeah. Um, um Ray Mysterio, Karen Cross happened as well. Dominique comes out, distracts Ray. Karen Cross wins the match. I don't know how much it does for Karen in terms of like uh placement. No, he's not really the focus, so it don't really do anything for him. I don't know how much it does for him, but I will say this the mat like the match was good, and I think a lot of that was because Ray is probably the only person other than, like, because, like, with Drew, no one gave a fuck. And that was, yeah. like, not even Drew could elicit a reaction. Ray actually got Karrion Cross booed in, during a match for the first time in his main roster career. But and they've was, also done this match mad times, too, so I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to give that a, a shot as well. Yeah, but and, and it, it ended up being, I thought, I think Karrion needs to get sillier. Because I think that they, he's too serious. 
he's a fucking goof. You know what I'm saying? Like all of his facial reactions and shit. Lean into that bitch because you look silly as hell. I would rock with it more if he just changed his whole like change the whole thing around. You know what I mean? Like I I think that people don't care, but I think that they have an opportunity to either make him a really bigger heel on the mid card or make him a face, and they need to make a decision there. It seems as though it seems as though Santos is kind of the direction for him next, but we'll see. Uh, Uso Theater. Yes. Uh, be here bright and early, nine fifty, for Act Twenty Five of the Blood at the Bloodline Turns. It's coined. They pan out this camera on Jay in the audience, mad dramatic. But they were having their listen. Right, the scene between Sami Zayn and Jay Uso. To be real with you, I don't really know what Jay, Jay, Jimmy, J, Jimmy is really mad about. <laughs> um, maybe he feels like he took his brother away from him. Um, but realistically, like Sami Zayn is attempting to speak some sense to him and be like, "Listen, your cousin's a lunatic, a gaslighter, <laughs> someone who have abused me, you, and your brother." And you're here defending him like a maniac. And then the camera pans out because Jay Uso's up in the fucking <laughs> in the balcony. Like, like sting. <laughs> and he comes, you know, he's comes down. Does he come down? Let me see. Yes, he, he comes does. down. Yes. Um and then what happened? Soul Sequoia comes. Oh no, 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 no. He comes down. Fucking yeah, yeah. Because Jimmy tries to beat up Sami Zayn. Jimmy gets distracted. Sami hits him with a halluva kick, knocks him out. Solo Sokoya comes out um, and pretty much, you know, runs off Sami. And Jimmy's just like, I don't know where I stand. Very And this continues. This, con- this continues into Monday on Raw, where uh, basically Jimmy's trying to lie. You know, we good, bruh. Ain't no problems in the bloodline, uh, which leads uh, to a match with the Street Profits and uh, Solo and Jimmy, uh, which leads to Kevin Owens coming out after the match. Of course, Street Profits got to take the L there. Um, yeah, but what do you what do you feel like? They they are firmly. There's two things I noticed. Sammy in the mix with Roman and them. That's done. That's over with. That ain't happening. Mm-hmm. They've stopped mentioning it. They've stopped talking about it. This story they have spun completely off into Usos versus KO and Sammy. Let's just be clear here. But another thing I noticed, Meals, when Jimmy mentioned Cody, I heard a lot of Cody chants. When Jimmy mentioned Sammy, it wasn't that many. Hey, man. Well, Sammy wasn't on the show, so good for him. And I think people still aren't used to KO yet. I feel like KO was here, and then he's gone, and then he's here, and then he's gone. But um, I was glad that KO came out and did his thing. Leading the KO versus Solo next week, stack show next week, and, and Raw. We'll get we'll get to more of that um, as we go on here. But Raw had a huge, huge main event: Becky Lynch and Lita versus Damage Control for the tag team titles. Would you Would you think Lita looked like out there? How do you How do you feel about her out there? Moving at the speed of tree bark. <laughs> <laughs> Somebody in the chat says she moved like everything hurt. <laughs> Hold on, I mean. Shout out to WWE still be able, you know, still able to create moments for her. You know what I'm saying? Like she's, she's still revolutionary. She's still leader at the end of the day. Um, 
it's a tad bit slower, but like where in history is this ever going to happen? You know what I'm saying? Well deserved. Uh, For her to come back and be able to win a new title that they have is great. I think it's she awesome. Gets a- yeah. Trish Stratus comes out, pops everyone. The cameraman zoomed in on the wrong niggas. Zoomed I in said, the crowd. I was like, is, is Jay coming back out? <laughs> he zoomed in on the stairs. I said, oh, this nigga done blew it. <laughs> I said, this nigga done blew the spot, boy. Get the fuck, get the fuck out of here. Your ass fired. <laughs> I was like, damn. But you know what came out? Led to Damage Control taking that L, which is fine, because they wasn't really doing anything anyway. Um, I don't know what this means for the future of the Women's Tag Team Championships for WrestleMania. There seems to be a lot of directions going on. To be honest with you, if Becky didn't want to face Ronda, I doubt Ronda is facing Becky for the Tag Team Championships at WrestleMania. Absolutely. That beef, to me, that beef is real. And if you ever see them in the ring together again, it it won't be soon. Um, I mean, there's several directions you could take it. You could do Bailey and Trish as a singles and damage control trying to get their titles back from Lita and Becky at the at the main show. Um, you could do the six woman tag, which I th- still think is a big moment. They could do a lot. Do that. You want to do that? I would do that. Yeah. Yeah. I think that's a that's a big moment. And then have them have like I mean, ba- Bailey deserves to be on this show, regardless of anything. So just let it let it happen. Do it, you know? Um I liked it though. It, 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 as a whole, I liked the. I think that these titles mean a lot more today than they did a week ago, with these two holding it. Right. The Hall of Famer, Hall of Famer, and the biggest woman in the company are holding the titles. So now everyone, kickstart these things. Triple H, you revived them. Triple H. Now let's 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 put them on a big match at the pay per view. I think that'd be really cool. Um, Brock Lesnar accepts the match. Between Omos for WrestleMania, this segment was the I knew Vince was back. <laughs> I didn't feel like it was like like I feel like this was like the regular ass WWE segment to me. I didn't. Yeah, I feel like this was. I feel like Triple H was like, "You wanted this match, right? All right, you go, go out there." <laughs> It definitely felt like Brock wrote it how Vince would have wrote it. Like, like Vince would have did it this way. <laughs> oh, this nigga would have. First of all, where's almost? <laughs> I was like, what? He let all of these things happen to his bands. It didn't come out at all. Um, I got the match. I got it. I'm straight. Um, what's, your, what's your expectations for this? Really? I mean, um, Almost can surprise me. I feel like I'm open to him like trying to surprise me. I don't think that Brock is out here to put on like big matches anyway, like big, uh, highly five star next yeah. yeah, and I think that's what he doesn't want to do. I think that's why he initially like kind of like rejected a lot of the things going for because he's he's about box office. He's about making bread. He's about making moments. It's not yeah. his style to be out here trying Been to shot. wrestle. Been yeah. <laughs> Trying to fend in the elimination chamber matches and all types of other shit like that. This is not his style. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, I mean, it's a white lightning. We get there. Yeah, white lightning. Get there. White lightning. White Cody lightning. had a match on the show. 10 minutes with Chad Gable. Listen, give Gable any fucking thing he wants. Because if you want to heat a guy up, if you want to make a guy look great, he did that with Cody here. 
put some stank on that Cody Cutter. I was like, damn, the heavens. What an enjoyable fucking match. I was like, if only all the matches on Raw could be like this. Right? Like if only they could all have Cody in them. <laughs> put a wig on them. <laughs> oh, Cody my God. Like, let's go. Um, no, it was really good. I love Cody, like, pointing out Maxine in the crowd. That that was really funny. Like, he's having a fun time out there. And, like, and I, I, I said this, too. I was like, it, Raw just feels different when he's back. You know what I mean? Like, it just feels like a different show. Yeah. Um gonna be on SmackDown this week. Yes, he is. Are you ready? I'm ready. This is what I've been waiting for. We, we hey, I'm, man, waiting, had... I'm waiting for it to be 9:52, and then that nigga comes out. <laughs> Cody, we could. They're gonna be playing with fire here, Meals, because you could potentially have Cody intersecting with KO and Zayn here. And I said this before that these should be the three guys that take the bloodline down. But I want to see how the crowd reacts to Cody being next to Sammy at this point. And if they, if they, it feels like they truly moved on, okay, I'll, I'll just say that right now. Like, Cody's getting Cody chance during the match, and he isn't even in the headlock. That's how popular this thing is. Like, it's the it's the craziest thing I've seen. But I want to see how they're gonna weave him into Friday Night SmackDown. Which to me, with Cody being on that, they need to push the fuck out of it. I think they could get a two point five, two point six million on on Friday. I would, I would say, have your segment with Jimmy. Try to bring back Jay Uso into the fold. It explodes into some Sammy thing that goes off to the side. Cody Rhodes slides in, hits some fancy shit in some fucking church suit, and slides the fuck out the ring. <laughs> and gets out of Dodge. He got to play the mind games. He got to play the mind games back. He got to play the mind games back. Um, Judgment Day has a promo. Uh, we talked about the Rhea thing. Finn Balor uh, challenges Edge to one more match at WrestleMania. I'm okay with this. I liked the I quit match and all the drama, but um, it seems to lead credence to the demon report that we reported last week that I was like, they would not bring this up if they were not about to do it. So it, it does look like it's probably going to happen. I'm for it. Um, you know, I'm, I'm for it. I don't know what else to say. I'll, I look forward to see Edge's response, possibly next week or some other week, but it's good. It's good. Women are women are out. Oscar versus Carmella. Oscar wins that. Which I when I felt they that they're really trying to push Carmella as a serious threat. So I was like, I was like, Carmella's getting way too much offense. And I was like, wait, she just came back, and yeah, you know, they, they got to make her look good. Yeah. Well, speaking of looking good, Bianca Belair. God damn. Good lord. But, <laughs> I was like, oh, you getting money? Good lord. Money. <laughs> that's a, man, that's a, that's a brand right there. But you um, know what? You know what? H did it. Carmella versus Bianca in Boston next week. H did it. Amen. H fucking did it. Amen. Listen. You, you don't know. We don't know. We don't know. <laughs> I feel like Carmella got it in her. You know, she got that dog in her. Um, uh, Ms. TV, I'm going to skip over the, the Candice the Ray stuff. It doesn't matter. Uh, we got we got Johnny Gargano versus uh, Finn. For next week, Wait, I got you skipped over the Miz shit. Miz is the host of WrestleMania. I didn't. I, bro, I was I was saying I'm skipping over the Candace shit. Oh, okay. You said something about Miz, and then you skipped. So I said I said Miz TV, then I said I'm gonna skip over the Candace shit. Can you chill? Well, I'm just saying. Damn. Proud for my guy. The Miz comes out, announces that he's the host for WrestleMania. I think it's a good idea. If you're not gonna, he has nothing going on for him right now, so let him do that. Nothing Seth right, Rollins. yeah. Seth <laughs> <laughs> getting stomped every fucking week. Seth Rollins comes out, asks for Logan Paul's phone number. He needs to reach him. 
beats up Miz. Really cool moment where he opens Miz's eye <laughs> to get his face ID. Uh, I think it's both eyes, though, Seth. So um, he calls Logan Paul. This didn't seem recorded. I think it was actually live. But I think yeah, when Logan was, was looking off to the side, he was getting cues on when to talk back, though. Absolutely. Um, he asked, he, Seth requests that, that Logan show up for Raw next week, and we're going to get a face-off between the two next week. So um, that should be fun. I think Logan, again, not a bad promo here either. Seth seems game. This was a good way to do it. Uh, Miz gets stumped again on the way out. So there you go. Who do you think they'll bring out for Miz to embarrass him at WrestleMania? <laughs> Uh, could be anyone. Could be Mark Long. Could be, could be anyone. They're in Hollywood at this point. It could be Mark, anyone. Mark Long doesn't scream Hollywood to me, but okay. No, I mean, uh, you, you haven't heard his Hollywood stories. That man got stories for days. That man Bobby got stories Lee. for days. Well, not before, but before Bobby Lee comes out, um, Austin Theory says he'll be there for Cena when he appears next week in Boston. They filmed something a couple of weeks ago. I'm interested in seeing if they scrap that completely because Theory looks completely different when he filmed that back in December than what he looks like now. Like, I, I don't know what they could have filmed with, with them too. Maybe an interview? I don't know. It, it seems weird that we, that we haven't seen that yet, but they did film something back yeah. in December between Theory and Cena. Also, yeah, it'd be weird also because nigga Cena's on Raw next week. <laughs> yeah. And they filmed that on SmackDown. So I don't know. Uh, Bobby Lashley comes out, squ- squashes uh, Elias, um, says, take me seriously. Need to over that. Yeah, man, I don't know. <laughs> Fuck that shit. And that was, uh, that was pretty much right. Well, it, what it looks like to me, Chelsea Green and Carmella are getting, are, are, are going to be a thing. They should be. I think they'd be good friends. I think that's good. I'm, I'm, I'm fucking with that. I'm, I'm willing to see where that, because you know what, Chelsea, it's not been bad. I feel like they're two different spices of two different spices of white women, but you know, you meet in the middle. That's how this works, right? So now for WrestleMania, it looks like we have a couple more matches announced or and that are happening. So of course you have Asuka versus Bianca Belair, Charlotte versus Rhea Ripley, Cody Rhodes versus uh, Roman Reigns, now Brock Lesnar versus Omos, and then you have the potential of whatever Becky and Bailey and the two legends are doing. Uh, and the put and the potential of uh, Finn Balor versus Edge, and also Seth Rollins and Logan Paul. Strong card, I through and through. I'm I'm not mad at a lot of these things, to be honest. Not mad at all. Listen, looks better than fucking Revolution. Oh, um, they don't have the <laughs> have the star power there. But um, <laughs> that was the show for this week. Thank you guys for listening. If you if you want to hear more from us, make sure you subscribe to our Patreon, guys. We talked about 25 minutes on AEW Revolution and what we think is going to happen uh, this week. But if you want to hear more in-depth thoughts on what's going to happen, you can wait for the War Report with Quan and Cyrus this week. They'll be talking about their thoughts on, on uh, AEW Revolution and uh, where they think that's going, as well as NXT going into Roadblock next week. What's going to happen there? Who knows? But uh, yeah, anything else you want to talk about, Mills? Nah. <laughs> nah. Happy, happy. Uh, if you listen to us on Patreon, enjoy the rest of Black History Month. Yes. Yeah. And, and happy Women's History Month for for uh, for next week. The thing is, I was going to be like, oh, let's talk about women's history and wrestling. And I said, oh, wait a minute. Let's not. Because there's. Hey, <laughs> we doing that on our socials anyway. Stay tuned. Shout out to. We, we got a we got a new series coming up. Highlighting similar to what we did Black History Month. We're doing it for Women's History Month. It's called The A Show, She Did That. 
and and be clear, I don't want to. I'm not saying not talk about it because we don't want to, but because a lot of women's history in wrestling is not good women's history. <laughs> Amen. They cleaning up China for that A and E doc real quick. You know. What I'm yeah, saying? they they very much are, and it's like I'm like, bro, we we can't talk about the fucking brawn panties match and shit like that. But we are going on it on Twitter. So maybe we'll take some of those tweets. We'll talk about it on the show. So. Yes. For Meals and Justin, that is me. We'll see you guys later on next week on the A-Show, whereas we are hopefully getting a clear picture of WrestleMania by next Monday. You think a lot of the card will be filled in by next week? Hell no. But <laughs> we'll get there nonetheless. Yes, sir. All right. For Meals, I'm Justin. We'll see you guys next week. Peace.